welcome back to episode 15 of the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. We're back with the boys, me and Aaron, and we're going to be discussing some interesting stuff this week. But uh, overall, this weekend, there was a, a fight between a YouTuber and an ex-MMA fighter, uh, Logan Paul versus Ben Askren, ended in... I mean, what was your prediction before I tell everyone what it ended? So prior to this... Well, hello, everyone. First of all, this is Aaron. Uh, and uh, yeah, before we had the match, we both kind of assumed that Jake Paul would win because of the sheer size difference between the two of them, because Ben Askren is a much shorter guy than Jake Paul yeah. and he weighs a lot less and so on and so forth. But um, we both said, you know, it's not that likely that he will get knocked out because at the end of the day, he is a fighter, right? Well, neither mm. one of us, I can't sit here and say that I've actually watched Jake Paul fight before. I've just seen him knock out Nate Robinson. That's it. Um, so we were kind of like, you know, we were on the side where, yeah, he'll probably win because of like, the, you know, the sheer size difference and everything, but probably won't be a knockout. He might win it on points or he might just chase Ben Askren around the, around the boxing ring, that sort of thing. But, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I didn't necessarily have much of a thought on it. And I'll explain that later on why. But mm. yeah, what about you? Yeah, me, I thought, yeah, I definitely thought Ben Askren was going to lose, but it wasn't due to like, because it's just not a fair fight. If you put someone who's got like five kilos on, on you, it's even more than five kilos to be fair. But like, that's just not, that's why we have weight divisions. And number two, like I know he's an MMA fighter, but he's not really a boxer either. But the way the fight yeah. played out was hilarious. I don't know if you watched it, but uh, I saw the highlights. Yeah, I saw the highlights as well. Again, I didn't really, I'm, I'm not that interested in YouTubers boxing. And I'll get into that why, into why later. But um, with regards to like Ben Askren, Ben Askren is a terrible stand-up fighter, even in, you know, the UFC. He was never good at that. So yeah, he's exactly. never been a boxer. He's a wrestler, but he's not a boxer in any way, shape, or form. That being said, he is a good fighter, sure. Like, you know, during his, during his you know, career, he's accomplished a lot. You know, he's, he's won belts and such, but I think he was a Bellator champion, and then I think he won a championship at UFC as well. Yeah, but, pretty much. Um you know, he's like not a striker I, I, at all. Like that's not his yeah, thing. He's not a striker in any way. This really wasn't for him. And uh, you know, Jake Paul won, but the way he won is, Fugazi. in my opinion, a bit fugazi still. Because you know, Ben Askren really through the get go, he just kind of went, "Look, I'm here for the money. I don't really give a shit," sort of thing. And then when the fight happened, so he gets he, Jake Paul lands a overhead right onto his left temple, onto Ben Askren's left temple, and Ben Askren goes down right. Which could happen. Like we said, he's a bigger mm. guy. He's got weight on him. He's got height on him. He's got better reach on him. That's fine. He drops, but then he gets back up almost immediately. And then the ref, for some unforeseen reason, just decides to stop the fight. The, the, um, they spoke to Ben Askren post-fight and asked him, what did the ref say to you? What did you say to the ref? And he was like, I got up. And the ref asked, are you okay? And he told the ref, yes, I'm okay. And then the ref, and then the ref said, no, you, you're not okay. And he's like, no, I'm okay. And the ref is like, no, you're not okay. And then stop the fight. Yeah, I don't know, it's man. Fixed, a lot of people man. are saying that it's fixed and it's rigged. Come on. But you know what? Let's get, let's get a little bit more into it, though. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what's your thoughts on this whole YouTube boxing thing? I think, I think there's a place for it. But I don't think when you pair them up with, you know, when it's unfair, like Ben Askren versus... Uh, this guy or I, I feel I feel like they should pair them up with fair YouTube fighters 
for me, I enjoy watching competitive matches. Like even in boxing, like I don't need to watch elite level boxing. I can watch amateur boxing and enjoy it. So why not for the YouTubers to come in and fight each other, but I, at a fair, you know, a fair level. If people want to pay for that, pay for it. Me, myself, I personally won't watch it because the level is really low, but I don't think it's a bad thing for boxing. I, I don't know. I'm a bit mixed on my approach. I, initially, I was very against it because I thought, like, you know, imagine you're an amateur boxer trying to turn pro or you're a pro boxer trying to get some fights in and so on and so forth. And, like, you know, for example, we know Logan Paul is going to fight Mayweather. So that was a thing that's, that was announced. Whether or not it will actually happen, I don't know. But like, for example, can you imagine being a fighter who tried to fight Mayweather your whole career and you just never got the chance, even when there were times where you were due an opportunity? Like, for example, Pacquiao had to wait for years mm. to fight Mayweather, right? Yeah, yeah. And by the time they both fought, they were both old men and it wasn't really in their prime. A geriatric fight, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But then you've got these YouTubers who come in and because they have the YouTube crowd and they can produce money and revenue and so forth, you know, he's just fighting Mayweather. Like, what are your qualifications to fight arguably the greatest boxer of all time? But here's a counter-argument. Mm. On these fights, they're going to have an undercard. And on these undercard, usually it's professional fighters on the undercard, giving people jobs, giving people fights. Sure. Is that sure. not good for their business? They're creating more mm, fights. You know what it is? Places. I think it's more money, but it takes away from the credibility of the sport if you rely mm. on YouTubers to push it forward. Like, for example, if I'm Dana White, I'm saying, yo, if you fight in the UFC, I'm going to put a clause in your contract. You can never fight a YouTuber because now that Ben Askren has lost to uh, Jake Paul, bro, UFC is kind of getting muddied because, you know, yeah, Conor yeah. fought Mayweather. I mean, even that, the, even that I think is a mismatch. If you're going to mm. be a MMA fighter, you shouldn't fight a UFC, um, uh, an actual boxer. People underestimate the level of skill that boxers have. It's so different. It's, it's a different. different. Boxing game, is an yeah. art, my friend. It's not just something that you can, oh, yeah, I'm good at striking in MMA so I can be a good boxer. That's not the way it works. So mm. even when it's an MMA fighter fighting a boxer, I'm not necessarily for it. I don't like it. Um, so when you have a YouTuber fighting a boxer, or I'm um, sorry, a YouTuber fighting an MMA fighter, if the MMA That's fighter, horrible. as you said, is completely mismatched, is not a good striker, it just makes, it makes the UFC look bad. It makes boxing look bad. Um, in terms of the prestige of it, yes, it can bring you in a lot of revenue, but mm. that's a short-term thing. In the long term, you're devaluing the sport. Yeah. I mean, Ben Askren didn't care. After the interview, he was like, yeah. And they were like, how do you feel? Is that? yeah, I'm just going to take my million and just go home and continue coaching wrestling, which is what he does for all time. I bet, like, he just doesn't I think, care. Look, again, I don't know because I'm not really that interested in YouTubers boxing, but there's a guy called Bryce Hall or something. I don't know. I think he was on the undercard potentially, but they were saying that this guy was getting 500k a YouTuber to to basically fight in this in this fight, or he yeah, yeah. Or he fought in maybe one of the previous fights or something like that. There was someone called there was some YouTuber who was fighting in the undercard mm. who made half a million. Like when you're talking that kind of money getting generated, of course, all these YouTubers are now going to want to jump onto boxing. But like I said, isn't I don't that know. tragic? They get in half. Yeah. They get in half a million on the undercard. Professional fighters. Like elite, like elite level fighters aren't even getting that. Bro, a lot of fighters end up broke. Bro, a lot of fighters are getting 30,000 uh, 30, to fight on, a, on an undercard. Especially, and you know what? In boxing, they get paid more. UFC, the contracts Boy. on that, Dana White is a crook. My yeah. God, he's a crook. Yeah, um, so, disgusting. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not necessarily 
against right, this? this? Get yeah. your bread, didn't it? I'm not against YouTubers doing doing their thing, but at, at the same time, as someone who's more of a fan of boxing than I am of YouTubers, mm. I'm not necessarily too keen on it. Do you think like it might be key to have this for the next generation? Because maybe for our generation, we didn't grow up with YouTubers, but for the next generation to get into professional boxing and really enjoy it, perhaps the YouTube route is like is going to mm. help boxing in the future. We don't see it now. But the thing is, where do you think Jake Paul goes? What Jake level Paul, do you think Jake Paul gets to? Because I don't think he gets anywhere near prof- any anywhere near a, a professional level. Do you think? I don't think he goes near that. Yeah. If do you do you not think if he just keeps fighting kind of I don't want to call him bums, but like realistically, the yeah, guys are. that he's fought so far are bums. Well, he's fought a KSI's brother, not a boxer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's fought uh, Nate Robinson, who was a great athlete as a basketballer, but he, he's again not a boxer. And now he's fought Ben Askren, who's not a striker, much smaller than him. And, you know, yeah, he got some pretty solid wins there. But do you not think if he keeps fighting guys at that level and slowly improves with time that he could maybe do something if he picks the right opponents at the right time? Like, but like maybe do something. What level are we talking? World level? Definitely not. Look, even British level tough, national man. champion? A national, like American, bro, yeah. like golden glove level? No, nah, no way. No? And that's amateurs. Can you imagine? Like... Yeah, there's no way he's gonna win that. Like the fight. Because my thing is, yes, kids might look up to YouTubers, and therefore that might be like their kind of initiation into boxing. But if all the YouTubers Mm. are shit boxers, do you know what I mean? It's like I think they'll get a taste for boxing. So, so that kind of like a WWE to UFC style thing. Exactly. That's what that 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 pipeline there where we went from watching Stone Cold Stunners to you know Conor McGregor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's 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 the vibes. All right, let, let me throw a fight at you. What about Ngannou versus Tyson Fury? I mean, they've been talking about it. Bro, it's ridiculous. Into I don't boxing. want to see that. Ngannou would get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> He'd get destroyed in boxing. He'd get destroyed. It's boxing. People keep underestimating boxers and boxing. If you're not a boxer, professional boxer, you shouldn't go and fight the best boxer or one of the best boxers in the world as your first fight. You're going to get battered. Yeah, it's just not fair. It's just not fair. Like, I, But you know what? They mentioned Dylan White versus Ngannou in the cage. See, no, no, that I can get that behind. And do you know why yeah. I can get behind that? Because yeah. Ngannou isn't necessarily a wrestler, right? And um, Dylan White has kickboxing experience. Exactly, yeah. He's so that is a fight. much more matched fight to me yeah. than telling someone who's a UFC fighter to get into a boxing ring. You can't utilize half of your fucking, you know, things that you've trained for. You can only utilize your striking, which might not necessarily be your strong point mm, exactly. against someone who's literally trained for that their entire life. It just is not a fair fight. Mm, exactly. And you think, you think Nganu strikes hard. Like these boxers are wearing like five, like I think their, their gloves weigh five kilos and uh, MMA fighters gloves wear like, weigh like two and a half kilos max. Like imagine they're knocking people out with such big gloves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if Nganu comes down to uh, boxing, like, how, how do you think it's going to work out? Like, it's just not going to be the same kind of, um, like, power. Do you know what I mean? But it's going to be interesting. I'd, I'd watch the uh, Dylan White one. I think a Dylan White fight would be good. Like you said, it would be at least competitive. Well, yeah. we, well it would be something because he has experience. You know, he can bring his boxing skills completely to the other side. It's not, like, filtered. Yeah, I think but, um, Dylan White is one of those rare fighters in boxing who just loves to fight. So he's obviously got a much wider skill set. Where he can do, he's done kickboxing, for example. So it's like you know, mm-hmm. um, fair enough. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, now they're saying that, for example, Jake Paul is going to potentially fight um, KSI. Now, would I watch that? I might, because, you know, it's, mm-hmm. now, now it becomes Britain vs. America, right? And KSI is, you know, from, from here. Yeah. So we're, we're obviously going to want to support him in that. But but did you watch the Logan Paul one? I hated that fight. It was so rubbish. I don't know. The levels <laughs> the are so is, low. You know what it is? I, I enjoyed the back and forth in terms of the YouTube videos and like kind of... Because I, I, I do watch KSI. I'm not going to lie. I do watch the Sidemen, but... The fight itself, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't watch. I wanted KSI to win, but I didn't watch it because I'm like, I just, Mm-mm. it's just not. You know what it is? Like, I appreciate that you, for example, you might enjoy watching amateur fights and stuff. Me, not so much. When the when there's not any skill involved, it's very very boring to watch. It's like going down to your local park and watching them have a kickabout instead of watching the Champions League final. Mm-mm. Like, if I have the option between one or the other, why would I not watch the Champions League final? Yeah, you're right. But at least amateurs, Olympic level. Like when we talk yeah, amateur, yeah, yeah. it's actually Olympic level. No, but these, these guys aren't even these guys, close. Yeah, they're amateur, amateur. Like as in, like if you and me were to just randomly walk yeah, into, yeah. A, into a you know ring and just start punching one another, that's basically exactly. what you're watching. Just go to any pub on a Friday in England, and you can you can watch that for free. Do you know what I mean? You Swingers. don't need to pay for a PPV. Like um, mm. I personally, I mean, I would watch. I mean, I would. I don't know if I'd watch the actual fight, but again, I'd watch the build up to it because I'd find it interesting with let's say KSI and Jake mm. Paul, but would I want to actually... Would you ever pay a yeah. PPV? No, not for that. No. <laughs> like, I've, I've paid for boxing before when, like yeah, for example, exactly. we literally just recently watched uh, Povetkin vs. Um, Dylan White. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was the Cheeseman fight um, in that as well. That was And fire, uh, yeah. Congo, Chris Congo's fight. Chris Congo, yeah. And these were all great fights and so much skill and so much... It's just an art mm. when you see a good you know, PPV, and you're willing to pay for it, especially with Dylan White's fights, because you know that yeah, it's going to be entertaining. There's going to be good undercards. It's going to be a good level of boxing and you can enjoy it. But when it's when it's just these guys fighting, it's, it's not that interesting to me. I am surprised, though, mm-hmm. that Jake Paul, like, it, it, his combos aren't that bad. Do you know what I mean? Of course, it's not. He's nowhere near going to be like a, you know, even on an amateur level. Gonna yeah, he's got him. a basic but jab and a one-two. Yeah. He's got the one-two about him. Like, for example, I was watching um, KSI throw punches. I'm sure he can generate a lot of power behind the punches. Maybe, potentially, because they say he hits hard. But, I mean, he's got no technique behind them whatsoever. Exactly, yeah. It's a swinger. It's like, you know, but then to be fair, Deontay Wilder fights like that too. So, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, the only one is a weird. terrible technique yeah. fire as well. But I just I don't know, man. I don't know. This whole Ben Askren Jake Paul thing is done now. But let's see kind of where this goes. I mean, like the pay per view was fifty dollars. That's crazy. That's crazy. People and you can paid. Imagine how many millions? I think they said something like potentially ten million, twenty million people. That's bought crazy. It. That's yeah. crazy. People paid for that. So I don't know. Like for me, if I paid that and I saw that fight. Doesn't it just leave you with like a sour taste in your mouth? Like, why did I pay for this? What a waste! And it was a first round thing, and the guy yeah, wasn't, it wasn't even enough. He was yeah. able to fight, like, he they should have carried the fight on. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, shout out to Ben Askren, isn't he? You got the P, and yeah, got, I respect exactly. that. Like, I can't, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you got to look at Ben Askren as a just a human being as well, right? He's got a wife, I'm sure. I think he's got some kids, yeah, yeah he's got kids. You know, he wants to do right by them, innit? and if, if an opportunity like this presents itself where you can make a lot of money, like it's not even dangerous, well, I do like, as well. You, do you know what I, I mean? I, I know I'm it, not yeah, gonna get yeah. killed by Jake Paul, like, I mean, exactly. what's the most he's gonna do? Maybe, maybe knock me out, and even if he does that, 
So what? I'll get knocked out one time for a million. It's not a problem. Yeah, exactly. People get knocked out all the time for, for nothing, for free. So mm. for a million? Come on. I'll do that. Not a problem. So I don't blame the boxers or the YouTubers for doing mm. this because it generates money. But I'm just thinking like, is on the long the term, mm. is it good for boxing? Mm-mm. I do agree with you. made a very good point, though. I do agree with you that in the same way that we were when we were kids, we were like fascinated by wrestlers. And then that kind of fascination saw us then get into maybe UFC and yeah, boxing. Yeah, matured. Yeah, yeah it kind of, as you mature, you know, that's like the pipeline to get into that. It could just be that this actually does help boxing in the long term, where it brings in a mm-hmm. wider audience, where younger kids are more interested in boxing. Because boxing did go through a lull, especially during the Klitschko years. Yeah, definitely. Especially yeah. the heavyweight division was boring as fuck. And now the British boys have come through and actually made it interesting. Exactly, yeah. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's... Tyson, let's... Well, no, no, no. Tyson Fury, AJ. So, we obviously said what we believed, which was that we thought AJ was going to win. Have, has your mind changed since? No. No, I think still, it's still you're tight. still back in AJ. But I'm still back in AJ. I think AJ's I think he's got his head screwed on since since the Ruiz fight. Mm. And I think he's understood like I think the game is different now. Do you know what I mean? Like he knows that he can't just go in and steamroll people like he used to. There's yeah. a chance he's gonna get sparked if he does that. But at the same time, I, I feel like AJ has a lot in his in his tool set. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not just a fighter, like he can box. He's got he's quite varied. I think Tyson Fury is more of an outside boxer. Yeah, he steamrolled Wilder, but I feel like a lot of you know heavyweight boxers can steamroll Wilder. He just didn't fight them. Yeah, Wilder was just. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I personally yeah. didn't think Wilder was a fit champion, to be honest with you. In my opinion, and I don't, yeah. I don't think Fury is really a heavy-handed guy or a big physical guy like that. But AJ can be, but he can also box. Maybe not yeah. to the extent that. Uh, you know, Fury can, yeah. Fury can, but Fury still. might be the better boxer. AJ is stronger, but also the gap between the two of them in terms of ability. People make it seem like Tyson Fury is this fantastic boxer, and AJ is this shit boxer. No, they're both great boxers. They can actually yeah, exactly. box. So that's going to be an interesting. They're saying that AJ wants the fight to happen in Wembley, which I think is only right. They're British boxers. It should be in Britain. Boy, I don't yeah. want to see it in some yeah. other country where we Abu have to Dhabi, wait like, like a random time to go watch the fight. It's not fair. Like this is Britain. Mm. Everyone in Britain has been looking forward to this fight to watch two British fighters fight for a long time. I want to see it happen in Britain. I wanted one to be in White Hart Lane because there was talks uh, really early on. There was talks about it Who's being in White Hart Lane. supposed to fight um, Kubrat Pulev in in Tottenham Stadium? Oh, AJ. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously because of the COVID pandemic and everything, you got moved to I think Dubai or something, right? That's sad, yeah, yeah. It got no, no it was it, in Wembley. Was it? Did they end up doing it in Wembley? No, it wasn't Wembley. It was in the UK though. It wasn't in it was in the oh, yeah, it was here. supposed to be yeah. it was supposed to be in uh it was meant to be maybe yeah. it was in the end, I guess, but um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't in Tottenham, yeah. No. Yeah, so it was meant to be in Tottenham, for example. That would have been amazing. Jamie, like right next to where we live, like we could have gone and watched <laughs> potentially, you know, if we could have watched AJ and Fury, that would have been amazing. But I would have said two fight deal. One in Tottenham and then one in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine one in Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah, that would have been brilliant, man. Yeah. Let's see, let's see how it goes. But um, yeah, that's that basically on the Jake Paul and Ben Askren thing. So should we go back to regular programming and talk about something maybe a bit more scientific? Let's go. Okay. So, Steve, what's your thoughts on human-monkey hybrids? (laughs) Well, I'm looking at one right now. Nice. <laughs> you turned out all right, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a bit airy, but got there in the end. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not too comfortable when it comes to like 
mixing or the, let's say like even the theoretical idea of mixing like different species let's say i'm not comfortable with it because especially on a whole human level like do we really know what the effects are going to be long term if you do mix like a human and i don't know a monkey or something but maybe you can like expand on that um okay so this this u.s chinese team uh basically what they've done was they uh they got some stem cells, human stem cells, and injected it into a monkey embryo in a macaque monkey. Um, and they let that kind of embryo live for 20 days before they, you know, they exit. it. Um, now you might say, well, why on earth would you do something like that? But the, the reason why they've done this is because they want to look at how, uh, you know, the body, the human cells, how an organism develops in its early days. Uh, the long-term implications of this research are basically so that you can harvest the organs of these, these chimeras. And chimera is basically when you mix two different uh, species. So the, you want to harvest the organs of these chimeras and kind of help in that sort of sense in developing um, these beings that we can take the organs of and implant them in humans so wait, humans live longer. Will they become like, will they be born? Well, yeah, that's the whole point. This is a viable embryo. They could have, this could have become like a fully living organism at some point, but we don't know what it would have looked like and what it would have been because at this point, we've only injected it with human stem cells. That's messed up, man. Just, just yeah, end the project. Just end the project now. Do you know what's insane though? People saw this and they were like, oh my God, Planet of the Apes. But what they don't realize is we've done this before with pigs. The same professor who's in charge of this uh, current, you know, ex- experiment had previously done this with uh, with with a pig. Really? Wow. Yeah. Human, this isn't. This is not mix. the first time that we've done this. A human human uh, pig embryo was a thing before as well. Oh, so, wow. yeah. In essence, like th- this then brings up a lot of issues in terms of um, ethics. You know, as you rightly put, like, is it right? Is it not right? But in the long term, really, what they're saying is there's certain tests that you can't do on human beings, right? And to expand our understanding of the human body and human biology, we're going to have to, at some point, do some sort of testing but on something that question. resembles a human. But then, is it a human being? Does it deserve human rights? Yeah, well, that's, Can you just well, harvest its organs? Well, that's it. That's exactly the point, isn't it? I mean, you know, would you consider that to be a human being? So I'll tell you the name of the, the professor who actually run, like, ran this. So... Um, the scientists were led by Professor Juan Carlos Espizua Belmonte of the Salk Salk Institute of the U.S., uh, who in 2017 helped make the first human-pig hybrid. Their work could pave the way in addressing the severe shortage in transplantable organs, as well as help understand more about early human uh, development and disease progression. So, I mean, Steve, like... If, if they said to you, okay, but we need to do this so that we can understand how, you know, disease nah, and development happens in humans, as well as aging, actually. So we could potentially figure out what causes For aging what, and stop at it. At what cost? We're developing like some weird human thing that we then, in the end, most likely will decide that they don't deserve human rights. Like, who are you to say at that point? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we're just going to have these beings that come out and we're going to let them grow. To a point where we can just harvest their organs and use them for ourselves. What? What? Like, <laughs> if you can't determine if it's a human being or not, you can't do that. Like, how, how can you do that in the end? I don't know. Well, I find uh, that so weird. I find that so weird. 
So I'm reading up the, the article here. So it says ethical challenges. Some scientists have, however, raised concerns about the experiment, arguing that while the embryos in this case were destroyed at 20 days, others could try to take the work further. They're calling for public debate over the implication of creating part human, part non-human chimeras. Uh, commenting on the research, Donna, Dr. Anna Smajdor, lecturer and researcher in the biomedical ethics at the University of East Anglia's Nor Norwich Medical School, said it posted significant, significant ethical and legal challenges. She added the scientists behind the research state, state that these chimeric embryos offer new opportunities because we are unable to conduct certain type of experiments in humans. Mm. But whether these embryos are human or not is open to question. So. Let's, uh, say, it's, let's say it's born, right? Let's say it's born. Yeah. I, I, know, I know this is way into the future, but let's say it's born and it resembles a human, right? It actually looks like a human. But well, I mean, one could make an argument that monkeys already look like humans. So yeah, but let's just say it really looks like a human. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so it looks like you, Steve. Okay, it looks yeah, like it you. Looks like it's me. got the same hair, same everything. Yeah, but would he you, can't speak. He makes monkey noises. That's that's it. what I'm saying. Would you? Okay. Would you? Would you be happy with like harvesting his organs? I, I barely consider you human, Steve. So I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm um, no, that'd be fucked up. I think, right? Like, he, he of course, has to. Fam, of the course. thing is, like, with me, I personally don't want to get involved with research that read that stuff to animals anyway me on a personal level like i work in that sort of field anyways but for me i'm always on the side of you know if the research requires taking blood from human participants and doing some tests on those and saliva and so on and so forth that's normal that's fine you know it's not it's not really an invasive invasive mm. procedure you just take a blood draw do some stuff on it look at the cells blah blah but if you were to then turn around to me and say, hey, here's this living thing that looks, but it doesn't even need to look like a human. If you just say, yeah, here's this living thing. I want you to like, in essence, do these very, very, you know, intrusive, painful experiments on these animals. I just wouldn't want to do it anyway. So now when you add in, oh, they, there's this part monkey, part human chimera. <laughs> that's man, that funny. just sounds very insane to me. I'll be honest with you. I just That's pretty crazy. I mean, again, like, what defines a human being? At what point would you say, yeah, he's human enough? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. And, like, human rights, you know, the rights that, that people have agreed to, like the UN, etc. When does it apply? Does it does it apply at the embryonic level? Do you know what I mean? Does it, does it have the right to, like, <laughs> say no to harvesting its organs and testing its organs? I don't know. It's, it's such a weird concept. This is what I'm saying. Like, also, let's say you had this human. So, okay, let's give this monkey human uh, a name. Okay. So his name is like, I don't know, Bob, right? So Bobby, a, a little, little Bobby, he's born. He's, we need to harvest his kidneys to give to an adult. But you can't just give a baby's kidneys to an adult, right? It needs to be a bigger one. Yeah, exactly. Right? To, to kind of basically accommodate the size. So you say, all right, cool. We'll let Bobby grow up. Um, and when he's when he's around 16 is when we'll take his kidneys. Now, Bobby learns how to talk, how to speak. <laughs> he, he loves, he, he lives, you know, he does all of that. He laughs. Love, live, laugh. All of that. <laughs> live, okay? laugh, laugh. Yeah. yeah. At 16, Bobby now can, you know, he's a part of society somehow, mm -hmm. weirdly enough. You know, he, maybe he's frowned upon because he looks a bit weird, but mm. he, he then turns around to and says, yeah. I do not want to have my organs taken which most sane people will, will probably course. say that. absolutely yes. absolutely <laughs> what do you do at that point 
Bro, I disagree with this whole thing from the start. <laughs> there is not even a conversation on this. You don't take his organs. Like, even if you... I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, you don't even create the embryo. Don't mess with this. But if you... And you know human beings, they will mess with it. If you do mess with it, leave them alone. Let them live their lives. Even if it wasn't like a sentient being. I'd say even if it was like... You know, it looked like me, but it was a monkey or, or some... Some but then, animal. Steve, are you against all animal experimenta- experimentation? No, no. But then why does this one irk you? Because this one is like closer to me. <laughs> it's a human, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, monkeys are weird. our common okay. ancestors and we do a lot of testing. Well, not our common ancestors, but they're, you know, they are very closely related to, to humans. I guess, you know, you, you could consider well, them... Out of every other animal, yeah, sure. Non-blood relatives, you know what I mean? Like, they they, they, they resemble yeah. us the most, they're most like us. That's not enough for me. That's not I enough f- for you? No. But but if if there was, like, a, a mix between the two, then you would care? If it, if it, was, if it was something that looked like you, like, had your head on the, on the ape's body, I'd be weirded out. Like, I couldn't do anything. I'm sorry, but I, I see this is the thing that always confuses me because whenever I see like experimentation done on like monkeys and stuff like that, the reactions seem almost like human to me, and I always feel really terrible about no, it. No, in general, so I'm like, I don't, in general, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Bad, in but, general, I, I don't agree with experimentation on animals. But I'd say like for obviously for some things where like you need to do it, uh, I, I don't know, to like to test uh, you know life saving medicine, then sure, like if it's not like torturing the bloody thing. But, you, you know, a lot of the times, uh, this is my understanding, like for chemotherapy, like they test it on rats and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not too bothered by it. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah. But, 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 but mice are really smart, smart creatures, you know, they're very inte- intelligent. Like we were talking about this the other day, there's some animals that are quite intelligent, like crows, for example, are very yeah, intelligent. Are, yeah, that's true, that's true. Dolphins are very intelligent. That's true. Uh, that's elephants true. are very intelligent. That's true. You know, but we, this is like do, for as the human race, we do stuff mm. to all of these animals. Some, most of which, I'm going to be honest with you, Steve, is not out of necessity. Like you don't need to ride on the no, back of an elephant and break its spine. You know what I mean? But we no, do no, it nonetheless. I, I agree. I agree. And we no, don't have a, and we don't have public debates about whether or not we should or shouldn't do this going forward. I'm, I mean, it, riding is an elephant about... is not the same. Riding no, an no, elephant and like let, drowning let me, a mouse for science. Let me make is this different. point. Let me make this point. Yeah. Mm. Is your is your argument that oh it's it's a human and so we shouldn't do anything to it, mm. or is your argument the thing that we get out of doing this is not valuable enough to do it? No, it's, it's a human. It's just flat out because it's human. Flat out is a human, bro. So you consider it a human because it's half human, half. I mean, I would, yeah. If if it ends up like, yeah, I think so. But would it have to look human? What if it just looked like an no, alien? No, no, even had, if it just it had, had like, even if it had DNA. Its, its DNA, yeah, I think I'd be born. I find that odd though. Because I understand I the I aspect of what you're saying when you say, um, oh, if it looks like a human, then I'm, you know, I'm not on it. That's even worse. But then you're saying like if it looks window. like a, but you're saying if it looks like an actual regular, like macaque monkey, mm. but I just know that it has human DNA, I won't, I won't want to do anything to it. But then what's the difference between that and having an actual macaque monkey? If they look the same, they look the exact same, you just know one of them has like human DNA. It's just not a human. Like it's, it's but I would be against both though. I'd be against doing the macaque one and doing the human one. I mean, I'd be against if, if it, look, let's put it in context. If you're talking about organ harvesting, yeah. I mean, then of course, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not with the macaque one either. I, I don't agree with it, to be honest. Okay, so under what circumstances are you with it, with the macaque one? So, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like a scientist, but uh, for example, like insulin. 
I believe in the past I used to use pig's insulin, right? Yeah. So that I'll be like, yeah, okay, fine, it's fine. But you wouldn't accept that for the the human human mixed chimera. So if that, if I was to say to you, give me a, like for example, there's a life saving medication that you can get through killing this macaque monkey and taking away its whatever valuable tissue fluids. Mm-hmm. You would say. Sure, I'm okay with that because it's a life-saving medication, right? Mm-hmm. Am I am I correct in saying that? Is that what you're basically getting at? Because you know, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah, yeah So it's a life-saving medication. So you're yeah. willing to get you know x this monkey off the face of the earth because you're saying, well, it's going to save human lives. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you're okay with that happening to a macaque? Yes. Now, if I give you another macaque that looks identical to the first. Mm-mm. And I say, oh, but this one, we actually, in the lab, we gave it some human stem cells. So technically it has human DNA. Mm. You would be against doing I'll the be exact same out. procedure. I, 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 won't, I, won't, I won't, like, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Like, I would actually be weirded out. Whether, I, I don't know whether I'll say yes or no, but for sure, it's not on the same, the logic, like, for me, it doesn't hit the same chord. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel exactly the same way as I feel for the macaque. Hmm. Whether I do or not, this is another question. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Because I mean, I wouldn't do it for either. To be, in that. yeah. <laughs> I don't know like, why I'm acting as if like I'm for it. I'm definitely against it. I want to make so. Like clear, when but... they were getting pigs insulin for people that are diabetic. Yeah. Where you do you disagree with that? Um, I don't think the pigs die in that. Like I don't know. I don't know I the specifics of how it works. I don't know if they die. Um, yeah. if they did die, would you be against? If it? they did die, I would. Be honest, I'd like be against it. I wouldn't be against it. No, I wouldn't be. Against this is that. this is my point. Like it depends on the extent. And if you're using, no, no like, but I'm giving back you this specific days, example of if it was a macaque, I not a pig yeah, because yeah. the pig is very very different. You know what I mean? But I'm saying one of them is a macaque and the other one looks exactly like a macaque, but it has human DNA. I'd be. Are you telling me you feel exactly the same? For me, I'm weirded out in some. I way. feel the exact same. I, I don't feel the exact DNA, same. If it doesn't look different, distinguishable, I no, don't know no, this this macaque from this one at all. But because one of them has been injected with stem cells that were from a human being while it was an embryo, if they look the same, because we don't know what this chimera would look like, obviously it's terminated at 20 days. Mm-mm. So it could come out looking exactly like a human being. Doesn't, but does it not irk no, you a little like, bit? Because there's still open questions. Like, it's not just that. Like, does it think like, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not, and for me, it's not black and white. It irks me. It irks me. And it's a question. This is I what I'm wanna... saying. I'm against both. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm against both. If whether it's a regular macaque or it's a human embryo macaque, I'm against doing anything f- to those. Let's two say things. Right, you see with, with the diabetic thing, mm-hmm. how it was pigs. Yeah. Let's replace it with a macaque. So let's say to save like diabetics, you have to gather the insulin from macaques, the same way as you do with pigs. Would you be against it? I would definitely be more against it than I am with the pigs. I think ultimately would I would it? say let's I go agree, ahead with I agree. it, but I would be more against it. This is what I mean. This mm. is what I mean. Yeah. This this is why this is what I'm trying to say. Like, if it's something along those lines, that's the scenario I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Then I'll be okay okay with it in the sense of there's it, it more good than bad. Yeah, yeah. But I won't. I can't lie to you. If there, if I knew there was like human a bit, like there's something human about it. It weirds we me agree. Out. I just don't understand why I don't get a it human either. stem cell makes you yeah. uncomfortable to say no, but otherwise you'd say yes. Like exactly. that's the part that I don't get. And I'm in the same boat. I actually don't know what it is, but I know I don't want it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I just know why it's it's something that goes against my core feelings. I, I guess it's it's similar to me saying yes to the pig and being kind of on the fence with the macaque is that you feel closer to this thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because 
Yeah, like, you have some like, sympathy yeah, for it. You have a you, bit more sympathy. You can put yourself in its shoes, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'd be sad if they did that to elephants because elephants are really clever and like. Do you know what I mean they? I feel like they're more than just a pig, in my opinion. In terms oh, of so you just don't rate pigs? That's the problem. I don't rate pigs. I mean, there's. I feel like there's a hierarchy in animals. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a Muslim though, innit? That's why you don't like pigs. I see. Yeah, what you're yeah, doing. yeah, exactly. But see, <laughs> but like, the difference that. between a pig and an elephant. It has no difference to me. I, mean, they, oh, I feel the same about man. the both. I, I watched a video lately hmm. and there was an elephant that painted a self-portrait of itself. I'm not going to lie, Steve. I'm pretty sure that's fake, though. No, 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 no. It's not fake, man. It was multiple I mean, I know elephants. They can paint. I know they can paint. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the one where he paints an exact picture of himself. With the I'm, flowers. Yeah, yeah, Steve. I'm not going to lie. I think that one's fake still. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, you I know, know they're mad smart. I know they're mad smart, but they I'm are pretty mad sure smart, that's yeah. fake. Because they're I'm even more. Sure that one's fake. No, nah, it's not fake. It's not fake. Like fake in what way? As in they, they drew it themselves. Yeah, they digitally put in the. No, the no, it's literally like they literally filmed the elephant doing it. Like there's no way. Well, he to, drew an actual elephant. I will send it to you. It drew itself next to a tree with flowers. And there was another another elephant next to him. And he drew. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy because like you sound, you're sounding well. like my uncles who watch stuff on Facebook and believe it immediately. But I'll you send, send the link and let's it, have yeah. a look. But next week we'll talk about it. How about that? I'll send we'll it to you. We'll talk about the hierarchy of intelligence in animals. Week, yeah. All right. Go on. But we'll like, like, even it. even like dolphins and uh, killer whales, they're obviously of a very much higher intelligence than a pig. The way they hunt is crazy. I mean, they understand be quite smart as well, though. You know, like no, no, not to the level of killer whales. Like. You know okay, what? Why does that make like, them less valuable, though? This is what I don't understand. Because I appreciate what it takes to be that clever. Mm, Steve, I, appre- I don't know, me. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. that's for me. It's more about like the appreciation, and like you said, it brings you them closer to you, right? So you appreciate them closer than a pig or an animal. No, I just feel like, me you see I just an feel like a macaque physically looks more like a human to me than any other animal. Like a chimpanzee looks more like a human to me than any other animal, and that's why I feel like. Like when you look into his eyes, you're like, bro, this is this thing might as well like basically is you like do you know that joke that's ongoing on the internet where they go, uh, oh, these monkeys are just pretending not to be able to speak so they don't have to pay taxes? Yeah, yeah. Because they're so like human-like, do you know what I mean? That's why I have like a thing about I wouldn't want to experiment on monkeys at all. Mm. That's why I have that sort of thing, because I'm like, they they seem so bloody similar to us, like, but other than that, all other animals are pretty much the same to me. I don't really like the intelligence really? of it. Doesn't I think I think you don't appreciate what they do. Uh, I think the more you learn about different animals, the more you. But then, what is intelligence, Steve? Well, it's, it's to be able to do like complex things that require uh, strings of thoughts, and that that's not just immediate in front of your face. For example, think, they can think, predict. They can, you know, what I mean. For example, I think by a human standard, for example. Mm-hmm. An elephant might be um, incredibly smart, right? Mm-hmm. And you might say this elephant is smarter than, I don't know, this tiger, okay? Because when you, we give them the tests that determine intelligence for a human being, the elephant does better than what the tiger does. Mm-hmm. But then who are we to determine what intelligence is? Because then you could also argue like, I don't know, like this tiger, the way it hunts, that requires an extreme level of intelligence. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. For example. So then you can you can just of say like course, the parameters but, but, with but then there's that and then you're like so now you're comparing the tiger who or the wolves that hunt in packs and you know communicate yeah. and it's very to be fair it's a very complex thing it's like war you know like they actually communicate with each other and flanking and then yeah, you're comparing yeah, yeah. that you're really comparing that against a pig 
is the same intelligence. Yeah, but then a pig might have a whole. Because again, I don't know the, the but that's what brain I'm saying, power. Bro. I don't that's know the brain saying. power of a pig, but All I'm right, just saying a that. Rabbit. Like, a rabbit. Again, I don't know much about. It. Like, let's say, for example, something uh, that you know. Come on, you know, certain animals are just more intelligent than others. But come on, on what parameters? On what? No, parameters? don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I beg you, don't what? do it. A tiger. Like, why come is on. a pig necessarily dumb compared oh, to my uh, something else? Like, what? What are we? It doesn't have the, the ability by? to perform, to perform this level of thinking and action on the spot as a wolf does when he's hunting his prey in a pack. The communication, sure, like I, the, again, because I don't know much about pigs, I don't want to say something that is incorrect. But I'm pretty sure there's been experiments where pigs have shown great level of intelligence. My God, yo, is there any pro pigs God. out there? You know what's weird? We actually have quite a few furries following us on Twitter. I don't know how that happened, but it's happened. So <laughs> get in touch with us and tell us if pigs mm. are intelligent. Because I've always thought of them as being intelligent for some reason. I'm not All right, sure forget why. Forget the pig. But... Forget the pig. A rabbit. The rabbit, it eats, it sleeps, and it does one other thing, which we all know. That's all it does. Like, you can't compare that to to a like a killer whale, which uses, you know, pack. They do pack hunting, but on top of that, they use a motion of waves, you know, to, to basically screw with the seals that they're hunting. It's crazy. Like, they, it's so intelligent. You're comparing that to a rabbit. But, you know, to eat... To run around and to do the other thing that you mentioned, mm. and to live life is that like intelligent? that, one could argue is this what you that that's a philosophical standpoint that is the very definition of the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's not. That is the meaning of life. Is eating, running. Okay, you know what? I'm going mean? to quit my job, and yeah. I'm going to be a rabbit. And I want you to really look me in the eyes and be like, Steve, I appreciate you the same, <laughs> the same way as you were before. Well, Steve, one can make the argument that all of this stuff about us going to work and us doing, you know, all this stuff is all societal constructs, Mm, right? mm, We don't necessarily mm. have to work. We don't Mm. necessarily have to do this podcast, for example. Mm. That's true. So the only base necessities we have to do is to eat and to procreate, right? And that's what a rabbit does. So the rabbit has this game down to a T. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, but we appreciate extracurriculum activities in our minds do you know what i mean like <laughs> we nah, appreciate I think, I think giving value to things a human's that intelligence of like how we measure a human's intelligence might not necessarily translate into how we measure an animal's intelligence and i'm sorry but if, if you actually think if you actually ways, think man, like if you actually think that a rabbit that like there's no difference between a rabbit and a tiger in terms of intelligence you're done out here this is my opinion you know what? We could put a poll on the on the. Uh, okay, for Instagram. example, a rabbit's intelligence in creating a hole and digging a hole is yeah, different so, to you let's know say what? a tiger. The but tiger can do it as well. But they're intelligent no, no, in different no. ways. No, but they can't. Con- they can't construct the same type of hole. Like, have you ever seen no, a tiger no, go no. underground? Go underground to evade its enemies and then come out on the other this side. Is, but it's due to. But the, you know how much a tiger weighs? Do you know how big a tiger is? Like, yeah, have, that, yeah but there you go. Oh You've developed something God. to 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 match. Your circumstances, right? They know they're small. They know they can't. Okay, how about this? A, like okay, that. so that's the wrong comparison. How about a ferret and a okay. rabbit? The ferret that's can it. pretty much do everything a rabbit can yeah. do, but it's so clever what, as well. So, would you say that one is smarter than the other? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay, which one's smarter? The ferret. Why? Because it understands ambush. It understands, like, it can also do everything a rabbit can do. So, it can borrow because of its side. So, it's its size. So, it does that. It, it does all the rest, you know, eat, procreates. But also, because it hunts, it has the ability to understand prediction. 
It has the ability to understand when, like the timing of when to actually attack. You know, it's not stupid. It doesn't just run, which is what a rabbit does. So yeah, it's already knows it's how distinguished... to run and when to run as so well. Like so it can, it can distinguish. It can distinguish. So, does, so, yeah, so does what is the, the difference between them? Is, so is this? That's what I'm saying. So being able to that. hunt makes you stronger and smarter. And all it makes you smarter for sure. Yeah, this makes is you one smarter thing. because you're then a prey animal, hundred percent. But what are you basing that off, though? What makes them that? Because it takes it takes a lot more in the mind. There's a lot of variables you need to process, and there's a lot okay. of a, like a prediction and thinking for you to be able to pull it off. That rabbit doesn't okay, have. Okay, let me ask you this then. So, does a rabbit have less value to you than the ferret? Yes. Bro, I don't understand how you're creating this hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's so weird. I don't think of it like that. I just think they're all animals. They're all good at something. They all have a certain level of intelligence within themselves. Like, the you shrimp. Know, appreciate all of them. The yeah. shrimp, Aaron. Fine. Yeah, but appreciate you for what it is. Do you know what I, I mean? Appreciate like, why for it, yeah, I do, but I acknowledge. Got, I, but then why there's... do you put a hierarchy depending on the intelligence? So that's killing me right now that you're you're like... <laughs> Yeah, this one's dumb. I don't like this one. I like this no, one. No, I never said I don't like this one, but I'd be more hurt if an elephant died than if a rabbit died. Can you not be consistent with that? Do you really feel the same way? Yeah, I kind of do. Nah, you're you're chatting if, so if, much if worse a, right now. Elephant, you know the worst no, thing chatting. is I had a rabbit at one point. Yeah, yeah. I had I remember, you strangled rabbit. it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I strangled my rabbit, Steve. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I had a rabbit at one point, so... I don't know, maybe because of that. Yeah, I did as don't well. give me rabbit. Don't give me rabbit as an example. But like, for example, a ferret or an elephant. I wouldn't necessarily feel worse for one of them dying over the other. I'd feel bad for them both equally, no? Nah. Okay, let me yeah. put it this way. A dog or an ant. So you step on an ant, you crush an yeah, ant. Again, you're, you're talking Then about you crush that's... a dog. Do you, which one do you... Sl- yeah, but we have oh, a Allah, relationship with dogs. Well, I like, like... feel worse for the dog, but that's because we as human beings have, oh, have a relationship with dogs. But if you were to say to me like another animal that humans don't have as pets or that they don't love or whatever, and an ant, I wouldn't really... If you said to me an ant or... So you already... I don't know... That's fine. You already gave a hierarchy to it. it. It doesn't matter. You already fell into the trap. You've given it a hierarchy based on your like your yeah, value I'm system. Physically, I have a dog. I have a relationship no, with f- it. F- another dog, a different dog. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because for me, it's like I've already developed uh, this love. It's like I used to be scared of dogs. Then I got my dog. And now I'm not scared of dogs at all. And I love all dogs. Let me change it. A cat. You crush a cat. You crush a cat. Cats are pets. I've had I've had. Let me change it. Let me change it. You know, you know, eventually you're going to hit one where you haven't had. And you're going to have to say, you know what, Steve? You're right. I value this If you said to me a fish or an ant, I agree with you that I would feel less bad about uh, the ant than I would about the fish. Hmm. I mean, I've had goldfish before, but <laughs> nonetheless, oh, no, but nonetheless, I would, go. I would understand that. I would understand my point, that. No, my point is, mm. is that we value different animals differently. Okay. And as, as much as like we want to say everything is equal, if we're being honest with ourselves, we have a value system in place. Do you know what I mean? Because where do you value the human monkey? <laughs> the human monkey yeah, is in between. Into... It is the closest one, I'd say. But even if it looked exactly like a regular monkey, it had the same level of intelligence. <laughs> it, it would irk me. Something about it like, is weirding me off about this human monkey. But it looks like us. It doesn't look like us. It looks like an actual regular I don't, monkey. I, monkey. I know. I understand that. And the Actually, intelligence I, is the same. I understand the argument. And like, it, my feeling, though, goes against like, what it, you know, the logical, uh, simple mm. progression. Let me put it that way. 
I don't know what it is about it, but have they actually ever attempted to, uh, to no, like, I mean, continue the embryo to... No, no, it'll be illegal. You can't do mm, that. Okay. At the moment, you can't, but the, the question is, once we get to a point where we could actually let this thing grow and we found the way to let it grow where it actually came to full term, alive and healthy, should we let it get to that point? Because at this point, we don't even know if yeah. they've been able to let it get to full term, right? They just, they've just yeah, yeah. off. I, th- I think this days. is Pandora's box. We don't open. I mean, this is, this is one of those ones where it's like, you know what? Let's just leave it. I know that if I, if I had a certain level of like um, influence and stuff, I would end up doing the experiment that ended everything because I kind of want to see what would come out as a result. <laughs> I'm curious to know. I am curious to know. I'm just, very just curious for, to know. For knowledge, I just, just kind of want to know. see. Just to know. But I can live without it. I think this is something where like... Because did you hear about the chicken where they changed its proteins in its DNA yeah, structure? Yeah. And it, it basically turned into kind of like a weird dinosaur thing. You had like a crocodile snout. They, hmm. they supposedly killed it as well straight after, but... You know, it's like kind of interesting to see what you could do. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I know that some people might say, oh, you're playing God and whatnot, but in a way, I'm kind I think, of intrigued. But isn't the issue, like, we don't know what the effects are long-term when we, like, you know, change DNA. Like, we don't know how it interacts. Okay, but then to find out, you have to do it, no? Yeah, and then you do it, and then you you come <laughs> up with, like, human beings that are, you know, have the lifespan of, like, 20 years and live cru- excruciating pain. From the age of five onwards. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that was an experiment. Next one. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's the ethical side of things, isn't it? But Don't do it. Just don't do it. I, until you have certainty. But don't how do you it. have certainty without, without doing you, it? I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. You, you learn more in a different way until, you know, you narrow it down and you understand it more and more until, yeah, I get it. It's probably quick, the quickest way is to produce Just humans do it, that don't work. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's ethical. I think that's totally wrong. Yo, imagine you're the guy who they took the human stem cells from. Mm. Do you now, are you now the, is that the your son? woman? Are you, is that now your son? Or yeah, your daughter? I think so. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. I think, it, I think you're related. Maybe it's not your son, but you're related now. That's really fucked up. I can't <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking... That no, I mean, no, can I just make something clear? I'm very yeah, against on. it as well from the get-go. I'm just, you know, I'm just asking the questions that... You're need just playing devil's advocate, making me yeah. look bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but this is insane. Like, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, but I, I just wonder where we're going to go with it. Because like I said, they've already done a, a pig hu- human embryo before as well. Mm. So clearly there is a sort of push in this general direction. I mean, we, we we can follow it up and yeah, there is a push. And you know, with science, like once they know they can do something, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, you can't stop science. Yeah. This this is the thing. Like it's going Someone's going to gonna do it. Someone yeah. somewhere is going to do it. And you know, they probably already have done it in some military lab somewhere just to see. Because, um, mm. you know, that's just how it is. And I guess it's more about what rights, like we have to start thinking proactively, like if it does happen, what how do we treat this being and like we have to determine if it's human does it deserve rights what rights do, yes it's a bit complicated but god forbid i don't know i'm glad this is why i didn't take my biology because i knew it was weird stuff like this and i'm like nah this is no, too it's much. only a small i mean it's only a small percentage of the guys don't be weird out uh you can take biology but um these things exist in it i mean they exist it is what it i think if they take it to the public arena to debate it and they say okay we're gonna have a vote on it I don't think this would ever pass because I just think the majority of people will be like, no, that's too freaky. Mm. 
that's too. Like there's certain boundaries that we shouldn't cross, but then realistically, you think will they still do it anyway? Like, would, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because the thing is, realistically, they could say to us, "Yeah, we've terminated this embryo at 20 days," but then they just yeah. didn't. Yeah, How do we know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I believe they've done it. I believe they've done it. Like military, you don't think the military have tried this? Like where they know they're not going to share the results of the public. And they've just tried it in a lab and said, oh, look, this is what came out. And they're just like, this is what the military does. This is the, the when it comes to like their secret weapons and, you know, they do mm. these kind of things when it comes to physics. Why wouldn't they do it with biology? We know they have chemical warfare. We know they have like biological warfare. You mm. know, they don't tell us about it, but they have it somewhere in the lab. They experiment with this stuff. I don't know. I, I feel like imagine you can so, make so superhuman soldiers. R.I.P. Bobby. You're saying R.I.P. Bobby. Bobby Finitos. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's done. But um, for example, like Captain America, right? I mean, it's mm. it's all like in it's all theory and like fantasy. But the idea is that the military wanted to create a better human being for war. But we yeah. know the military like employs peds in their food, and do you know what I mean they they structure their food in a certain way to help their uh, you know uh, soldiers grow during training periods. Like, yeah. is it that far fetched that they've done the worst experiments? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be um, too surprised, basically. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be surprised if we had those sorts of revelations come out, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's move I on. So we wasted a lot of time yeah. on this. Um, should we talk so, about the film? Yes, the film. So, Steve, you, you suggested the movie, so I think you should take this section. It's the VRP Movie Club. That's what I we're calling it, right? Movie club. Club? Yeah, it's yeah, a movie club from now on. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So so this week's movie was uh Donnie Brasco. So this film was I think released in 97, so it's quite some time ago. And uh the if you guys have watched it, so spoiler alert, uh it's about an FBI undercover agent that infiltrates the mob. Um he finds himself, you know, in the end, really identifying more with the mafia life than his police life and he gets sucked quite deeply into the life and uh in the, well he basically um the policeman partners up with a mob guy who brings him up through the ranks and in the end he kind of stabs him in the back uh because obviously he's a policeman and i don't know man how did you feel about that film like what what was your feeling i mean me personally i love crime movies anyway um I thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. So basically the cop, the undercover cop is played by Johnny Depp and yeah. the, the mafia guy is played by Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, personally, I like this movie. I like it. I watched it quite a few years ago and it is based kind of off of, I believe, some sort... I, I don't want to say it's yeah, real it's, life. It's is based, it based off yeah, real life? You know, it's like loosely based on real life. So Yeah. I mean, what, what really got me is that the fact that, you know, he... Wait, for first of all, what really <laughs> intrigued me was halfway through there was like a domestic violence scene, and mm. I, I just thought about it. And I was like, it was so normal back then. Mm. Like it, it was like, oh yeah, there we go. Like he just beat up his wife, and he's like, yeah, this is just TV. <laughs> like you don't get that anymore. But in those films back in like the eighties and nineties, it was just so normal. And I remember watching it, and I was like, oh wow, that's how to put in those sorts of violent scenes. Yeah, it was just yeah, like we, unnecessary. And... Yeah, it is kind of unnecessary. I, I think. Um... A positive thing though that we've moved away from kind of putting in those scenes although oh, some definitely. movies still do arguably put those sorts of scenes in um, but I, I think it's not about the scene itself it was the normalization of it yeah it was like yeah it's just normal you know he just smacked his wife and was like shut the fuck up and then left the house mm. it was like oh yeah i don't know i found it weird but 
how did you feel about the cop? Did you think he was a good guy in the end? You know, when he basically sold his friend under the river and in the end, basically, he gets led away to the mafia house, which we all know he gets shot in the end. You know what I mean? Like, it's implied. Mm. Do you think... I don't know, that really irked me. Like, that hurt me a little bit because it's like the betrayal. And I liked Al Pacino's character. Like, in the end, you, you know, you get to know him. He has a son who's, like, who's sick and and the yeah. police cop was with him during that time pretending that he cares and they really developed a father-son relationship. I think the the kind of purpose of these sorts of movies is to kind of show you that, uh, you know, somebody being a criminal or being involved in criminal activity doesn't necessarily mean that they're just bad 100%. Like, life's not as black and white. You know, you could be a criminal but also have sides to you that are mm. very human and very real. Yeah. And so that's why you kind of end up empathizing with, the person who you know generally speaking you wouldn't necessarily empathize with so that's why you mm-hmm. feel that way about the police officer but at the end of the day you know he done what he believed was right and you know he went in there with a certain but then you know it does show that he, he did he did kind of change his view of the world by the end of the movie he enjoyed it i mean this is the thing in, in yeah. the end he actually ended up staying in too long and he was basically thing, making yeah. money off him yeah so like it, it kind of goes to show that like even he kind of it changed the way he viewed that world where maybe initially when he went in he was like yeah i'm going to take them all down but eventually mm-hmm. you see that he kind of he, he develops in a way where he he understands that it's not all black and white and actually I, you know what i kind of enjoy this this yeah. world as well and you know we've we've talked about this before there isn't you know when you're playing cops and robbers there is sometimes a thin line anyway exactly yeah yeah so i think in that sense the movie was quite um it was quite good with kind of murking up that line. Mm-mm. Would you ever be a undercover cop? No. <laughs> do, do you yeah. think that's a lifestyle that you'd ever... It's exciting though, you must have... Bro, I get caught out immediately. Yeah. I get caught out immediately. I say something <laughs> stupid and immediately I'll get caught out. So I, there's no way. I'm not that good of an actor to be able to kind of pretend mm. for that long. It must be such um, a crazy life, like to actually be an undercover cop in real life. You know what I've always like actually you know what next time we have on a police officer we should we should try to find someone who's undercover to kind of ask them like what exactly can and can't you do because sometimes you're watching these movies yeah. where the guy is like literally breaking the law but you're like are you I mean I swear but you're not you allowed to break yeah. the law if you're undercover and that was actually part of the film so there, there was a part where they had to uh there was like two mafia groups and uh one kills the other and obviously he was there and they were basically chopping up the body to mm. to bury somewhere else and they gave him the saw and he was like, well, you know, I guess I have to do this now. But does that mean he broke the law? Does that mean he would go down for whatever happened? I, I, I don't know how it works in that in that realm. If you sell yeah. So I want to I want to kind of check the realism of those sorts mm. of scenes. So like I would like to actually talk to a police officer who has that sort of experience to just kind of ask him, like, you know, to what extent can you join in on the illegal activity? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, at what point does it become? Yeah, you've done too much. Now you're going to get done for it as well. Mm, but it's so unpredictable. I mean, like mm. in this case, his life was on the line. He either does it or they clock he's not, you know, they, they knew he was an undercover cop. I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. All right. How about ratings? What, what do you give the movie out of five? Generally speaking, this movie is one that's been given like decent, decent ratings. So IMDb is given it 7.7 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes are given it 88%. And Metacritic has given it 76%. 91% of Google users liked it. So you know what? Forget it, about Google users. Us. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying like, the, generally speaking, the critics like it. I like the film, but here at the VRP, our standards are a bit higher. 
okay, than IMDb. Mm-mm. So I'd give it, we gave, um, what do you call it, uh, compliance. So I gave it a two, you gave 2. it 5. a, a yeah. three. So he averaged it out to 2.5. So I'm going to give this one a three. Yeah, I totally agree. I think a three is is above average. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a great average, film. But it's, it's not, not a great, like a great movie film. That you constantly think. Of. Like, for example, yeah. you see Goodfellas. Mm-mm. For me, Goodfellas blows this one out of the water. Mm-mm. Absolutely blows out of water. Like that, that film is much Let, uh, Leave it. It could be one for the future, you know? Okay, maybe in the future we'll review Goodfellas as well. But for this one, I'll give it three stars. I thought it was a good movie above average, but it's not one that, like, in its particular genre, I think, yo, this is amazing. Yeah, no, I totally yeah, I can count a few more movies off the top of my head that basically look at this same topic, which I think were better. Mm, yeah. So, you know, for us, for us to give us a movie five our five no, stars, it has to literally insane. be like the best yeah. of its its genre. So, you know, obviously I can tell, I can, I don't think we'll review this movie because it's so huge. So I'm just going to say like, for me, what a five-star movie is, is The Godfather. Mm. Specifically The Godfather 2. Yeah, 2. Me, I'd say 2 five, is five. That's a five-star yeah. movie for me. So like, when I talk about, if you, you have to be that good in your genre for me to give you a five-star. So for that reason, I'm going to give this one a three-star. Yeah. So three-star it is. Uh, you know, guys, if you haven't seen the film, go watch it. It's it's good enough to watch and really enjoyed it. Uh, so what, what's the one for you? So Aaron, is, this week is your turn to advise. So, I'm, I'm caught between two minds. There's two movies that I want to suggest, but I just don't know which one to go for. So um, Steve, you tell me, do you prefer, would you prefer something that's a thriller mystery or would you prefer one that's like dark humor? Dark humor. Okay, so the movie that I'm going to suggest is called The Butt Boy. Okay. Butt Boy, okay. I'm not going to tell you anything about what the movie is. Go find it and watch it. It's literally spelled B-U-T-T Boy, okay? Go watch that film and tell me what you think, okay? Because I'm, I'm scared of it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's a thriller comedy, dark humor thing. I don't know how to describe it, but it's a very, very, like I said, these aren't necessarily movies that we think are like amazing, amazing films, but they're movies that kind of got stuck in our head. So mm-hmm. this definitely got stuck in my head. So go give this a watch. It's a very strange right. film. Uh, You've suggested we'll such watch. strange films so far. Like. <laughs> yeah, Compliance was a very strange one. And now yeah, yeah. is going to be a very, and then the next movie after that is going to be an even stranger movie. <laughs> well, not stranger than Buttboy, but it's going to also be a strange movie. So, you know, go for it. Actually, like, give it, give it a watch. I think, I think you'll be um, pleasantly surprised with Butt Boy. But uh, yeah. Oh, awesome! All right, guys, Butt Boy it is. So go give that a listen, and hopefully, we'll see you back on the next episode. Uh, don't forget to sign up to our Patreon. Uh, if you sign up to our Patreon, all money this year goes towards Solace, which is a charity um, for w- domestic violence and supporting women. So. You know, all for a good cause and you'll get extra episodes as well. Uh, if not, go straight to our link on Instagram and you can direct um, directly donate to Solace. So I guess from now, we'll see you on the bonus episode if you're there. Uh, Steve, why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? You- that was bloody brilliant.